from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, again, if you were just uh, with us here on ESPN, the breaking news, and it is indeed sad news for us to report this morning, and that is that Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach has died. He was hospitalized over the weekend after reportedly suffering a massive heart attack. Leach was in his third season as head coach of the Bulldog. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. He, would, he was a great student of history. In fact, he taught a class at, at Washington State. Uh, they, he was concerned they'd, they'd get 100 people that would sign up for it. They ended up getting 50,000 requests. They had to do a lottery, uh, and it was the most coveted class on, on that calendar that year. And that's just who he was. Uh, just just an uh, incredible uh, character, um, a lot of fun. I, I think of his teams at Texas Tech. And, you know, think about he was at Texas Tech in the Big 12, and he averaged over eight wins a year in Lubbock, which is tough to do. Merry Christmas from the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. First of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? we got to consider that. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. I've got to take care of that. Can't let them attack here. We've got to get them here. Once we get them moving here, we're going here. Boom! Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in on a cloudy, overcast Tuesday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen, Allen Samuels studios this afternoon. And uh, yes, you can tell in the open, remembering uh, Mike Leach today, former head coach at uh, three different stops, one of those in the Big 12 at Texas Tech, also Washington State, and most recently Mississippi State. Aaron, we talked about it. We've been giving updates the last couple of days, really, but he passed away overnight at the age of 61. Yeah, it's just, man, it's just such a loss. I was such a huge fan pretty much my whole adult life because he'd been coaching my whole adult life. Uh, he's, he was funny. He was a brilliant football mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just, he was great with fans and reporters. You know, he didn't, he took it seriously, but not too seriously you know i mean he always kept his sense of humor about everything um even though he was a great football coach and a great offensive mind it's just it's just tough i I always rooted he was he was always my favorite coach that wasn't football coach that was college football coach that wasn't coaching at baylor Mm, yeah and uh you know so many people uh the the outpouring of um support for his family and just respect for coach leach today i've been listening to a lot and there's just been so much from so many different circles, you know, coaches who coached with him, coaches who coached against him. I saw an interview with uh, Lane Kiffin, who's now at Ole Miss, you know, and was going against their rival, the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And he was just effusive in his praise of Mike Leach. Um, and just really from all corners, broadcasters, other coaches, players, former players, uh, former assistants, 
you know, everyone tells the whole story or tells the same story about, number one, how off the wall he was. <laughs> and you heard a few of those clips in the open. Uh, but number two, how smart he was. You know, this is a guy that had his law degree and uh, remember uh, graduated from BYU and then had his law degree and went into coaching. And he's just, you know, a lot of people would say he was just brilliant and happened to, uh, you know, put his uh, his talents to work as a head football coach. Yeah, and that you talk about him graduating law school. I, I was reading on Twitter a story about that. He apparently, and this isn't 100%, but it's pretty close, apparently told his wife, okay, I can take the bar exam, become a lawyer, work a lot of hours, and we'll have a lot of money, and but I'll be unhappy. Or I can coach, and we may not have a lot of money, but I'll be happy. Interesting. And she told him to coach. Wow. How about that? That's really interesting. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, and I think he was I think he was very happy. You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think absolutely. he loved what he was and, doing. And, and, you know, highly successful. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm sure there are very few lawyers that made what he made over his coaching career. Probably right. Because of, of how good a head coach he was. Yeah. So. Uh, there's just so many stories. If if you get a chance, just Google because there's so, so many audio clips on all the different social media platforms. I saw one where he was talking about how he chose a captain because uh, he the uh, player had almost won the Price is Right. <laughs> he had he had, he had uh, yeah. went over by a couple of dollars. Right. Was uh, actually closer, but he was like. You know, if he was good at that, I figured he'd be good luck for our coin <laughs> flips, and he has been. He's been amazing this year. He's won almost all of them. Yeah. just That's one of thousands of Mike Leach stories that yeah. you can find, and they're all great. And, and, you know, he got the reputation of being so off the wall. Then that led to uh, media reporters, you know, kind of leading him down that <laughs> path, you know? Yeah. Like asking him, uh, you know, one of his classics was uh, uh, mascot battles. <laughs> you know, when he was in the Pac-12 at Washington State, he went into this thing about the mascots. You know, they were the they were the uh, Washington State what Cougars. Uh -huh. You know, could a Cougar beat a Trojan? Well, does the Trojan have a sword? Does a Trojan have a you know? Right. You know, and it just went into or, all these things. Or uh, what what kind of powers does a Sun Devil have? That's it. We need that to find that right out. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. So, so many of those. And a sideline reporter one time said, this is a halftime interview going in at halftime. Uh, she said to him, uh, I'm getting married in a few weeks. Do you have any marriage advice? This is asking a head football coach going in and, at and, halftime. And he didn't skip a beat. He no. said, elope. Yeah. He, he said, don't, don't invite a bunch of people. Just get out of town and do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you're right. He didn't miss a beat. No. You know, he could no. handle all of those. Can you imagine questions. asking Nick Saban that and the response you would get? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just why he was so great. Golly. Loved, uh, loved pirates and all things pirates. And uh, apparently in his office, I remember a tour of his office one time when he was at Tech. Uh, that I saw on video and just pirate garb and stuff in there, you know, <laughs> right. all over it. Right. So, and uh, they will, uh, Mississippi State will be playing in their bowl game. And I, I think it may have been the athletic director, but when they were asked to, when they, in the ESPN article, let me get it to make okay. sure, but he, who, they, when they asked about it, they said, of course, we're playing in the, uh, let's see, uh, something like that's what he wanted. Yeah. Athletic director Bracky uh, Brett. He said uh, the players are 100% behind playing the bowl game and doing what Coach Leach would expect them to do. And uh, he said that uh, 
it's only fitting that we play this game and honor Coach Leach in a stadium that has a pirate ship. <laughs> so basically, and he, but that was I couldn't find the exact quote, but he was like, "We can't not play in a bowl game, yeah. you know, that has a pirate ship at the stadium." Yeah, that's so true. They will be playing in the bowl game. That's good. And and Kenny Boyd reminded me that for Mississippi State, they started the year with a player passing away. I'd forgotten about that, but early in the season or maybe in fall camp. Uh, Mississippi State had one of the players uh, die, and now the season ends with their head coach Mike Leach passing away. So that is rough for the uh, for the old boys from Hale State. So um, tough there, and uh, so many tributes coming in again from all circles, from from every every point that he touched uh, over his coaching career for Mike Leach. Uh, really brought. Is he the guy that brought the air raid, brought the wide open offense to the Big Twelve? He is. I mean, he he is, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, at, yep. at Oklahoma under Bob Stoops as the offensive coordinator in '99, I think, and then became the head coach at Texas Tech in 2000. But I think he's the one really credited with bringing that into the Big Twelve. Yeah, he is. I, I remember, you know, of course, we grew up watching the run and shoot, you know, with Houston. Well, true, true, but, but that's different. Right, right, and it is yeah. a different offense, even though they're both, uh, you know, lots of passing. But I remember when uh, he was first at Tech and started having some success and people were like, man, we haven't seen anything like yeah. this on the offensive side of the ball, even after they had seen the run and shoot. You know, I mean, yeah. it was totally, even though it was both spread offenses, just totally different. And, boy, he had people on their heels for, well, Actually, he still did this year. That's right. You know? That's right. Just an incredible, incredible offensive mind. Very innovative, and what a coaching tree he has left behind, that staff at Texas Tech. You go look at that, and that's that's almost a who's who of college coaches. Dave Aranda was a GA on that staff at Texas Tech in 2000, and so many others who went on to become, uh, become uh, either coordinators or head coaches now in college football. Yeah, it's 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 pretty incredible if you look at the all the like you said all the different head coaches, yeah. ex-players, you know, people that it's just everywhere throughout college football. All right, so uh, Mike Leach passing away at the age of sixty-one. Um, we'll take a break. More college football coming up in a bit. Jim Arthur will join us. Jim is the play-by-play voice for the Air Force Academy Falcons. Get his uh, read on this Armed, for Armed Services uh, Bowl matchup with Baylor coming up December 22nd. Look forward to visiting with Jim about that. Get the read on uh, his team. And I want to ask him about the Commander-in-Chief trophy. So this past Saturday, Aaron, uh, Army beat Navy, a last-second field goal, national television on CBS. Huge game. And then uh, at the end of the weekend, Air Force says, yeah, we got the commander-in-chief trophy. <laughs> yeah. Because they beat both right, Army and they, Navy. They beat both Army and yeah, Navy. Yeah, they beat both of them this year. Yep. So uh, ask uh, Jim the significance of that. It's kind of a big deal to the service academy. Heck yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> kind <laughs> it's of a, a big very thing. big deal. The, the <laughs> winner of the commander-in-chief trophy goes to the White House. Oh, wow. Every year See, that you win it. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every year that you win it. I know how important it is to, <laughs> so to the, each branch. That is very important. So we'll visit with Jim Arthur, play-by-play for Air Force coming up in a bit. Off and running, uh, we just had a media session with Baylor women's basketball. Let you hear from Coach Nikki Collin and Bella Fauntleroy when we come back. Take a break. Return in a moment. John Morris Show Brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. 
They've got that new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited, two-row and three-row. Total values up to $4,000. First responders get an extra $500. Part of the Big Finish sales event going on now at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the Bears. Following some time off for finals, the Bears back in action Sunday, December 18th in Dallas against Washington State. 8.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 9 p.m. tip-off, December 18th. This is the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. Some of the sounds of the season. It is turning a little more seasonal weather-wise as we speak. Rain coming through Central Texas. 
Temperature is going to drop down just a bit. I think technically we're still under a tornado watch, right, until 5 o'clock today. So uh, be aware as you're out there, rain, uh, rain around, not constant, but rain around. So be very careful if you're in that uh, school pickup line or wherever you happen to be. Just be careful out there driving today. Welcome back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you by Alliance Bank, Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. All right, mentioned uh, uh, Baylor women's basketball had a media session just within the past hour. Uh, we heard from Coach Nikki Collin. We heard from Jamie Asbury. We heard from Bella Fauntleroy. One of the subjects, as you might imagine, that was brought up was uh, the release recently of Brittany Griner, the former Baylor All-American released from a prison in Russia. Here is uh, first Nikki Collin on the release of BG and her emotions when she heard the news. Emotional, um, you know, uh, Thursday morning, uh, you know, you kind of woke up to the news, you know, because we had played Wednesday, and so, you know, I'm, I'm usually up at 6 to come in here and work out, um, but not that day, knowing we were off, and I was traveling to recruit that day, so, you know, kind of got the news, um, you know, as I was waking up, and so, pretty euphoric, um, if I'm being honest, as the day went along, um, euphoric and discouraged at the same time, um, that people just couldn't be happy. Um, so a little discouraged about that, um, because uh, I don't I don't think we should be comparing human lives. Um, but that's pretty much all I'm going to say relative to that. I'm just I'm really I'm really happy that she's home. I'm really happy that she seems to be. Um, okay. You know, I think she's scarred and I think there's probably a lot of healing and a lot of things that have to have to happen for her, but, um, just, just happy she's home. Snakey Collins speaking to the media earlier today about the release of Brittany Griner also asked, uh, in fact, by Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald, uh, if there are any plans to, uh, to have her, uh, at a game be recognized anytime soon. I think it's really too soon to say, um, I think we're all going to be on, on BG's timeline. Um, I just, I firmly believe that this is a, you know, just as you heard um, or probably saw the quotes from her agent about, you know, she got in and dunked in a, in a workout and, um, you know, but certainly isn't going to make a decision in the next, you know, week about whether she plays in the WNBA. Um, but, but I think what people have to understand is why that conversation is happening is that free agency starts January 15th and in the WNBA. And so if, if you're a franchise, you kind of need to know, <laughs> you know, whether you can count on your 6'9 superstar or not. And so knowing who she is as a person, you know, that that's going to happen in a month and it's going to probably feel like it flies by, um, you know. But I think for her, everything at this point, you know, I'll just funnel through her, her agent who's, who's been so incredible through this whole process, um, to see like what, what she's up for, you know, before we try to do anything ceremonial. All right. That's Nikki Collin. Here is uh, one of the players available at the media session earlier today, freshman Bella Fauntleroy. She was asked if, uh, if uh, Brittany Griner had an effect on her growing up and watching her play. 
I loved watching BG growing up. Um, I remember I always told my parents, I was like, that's how dominant I want to be whenever I play one day. I'm not quite that big, but, you know, I still try to do what I can with what God gave me, but super grateful that she's home and safe. All right, echoing the same theme there, and the Baylor women are back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center. Make note, it's an 11 a.m. game. This is the Future Bears game where area school kids will be our guest uh, in the Farrell Center. Always a fun event, always uh, sometimes ear-piercing event in the Farrell Center. But it'll be great energy, it'll be a lot of fun, and the Baylor women back in action after a break for finals against Tennessee State on the air here at 1030 Thursday morning. It's an 11 a.m. tip-off for Baylor and Tennessee State television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. I'll be here bright and early. You're running that game. Yes. You got I volunteered. Then. I did. Yeah. I, yeah, because I've got um, – I've got – let's see. That, Mart on Wednesday? You yeah. You have that one? Yeah. Yep. Mart, yep. Mart and then, High School. And then we'll have uh, the Lady Bears, and then we will Oops. have the uh, Coaches Show. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Baylor women. And then we'll have the coaches show that night. That's right. Exactly. Reminder about that special edition. That's right. It is on a Thursday. So make note of that Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. live from Rudy's. Come join us. You'll hear more from Nikki Collin and from head coach Dave Aranda. That is our special edition bowl of a preview edition of the Baylor coaches show this Thursday evening, 7 o'clock live from Rudy's. All right, take a break. When we come back, let's talk some uh, bowl matchups. The Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor and Air Force. Visit with Jim Arthur, the voice of the Falcons. We'll have that when we come back. Hey, stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce Coach Clint Dozell. That two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor, and another brother I jumped at Baylor. So just kind of want to do something different, get away from home. So uh, that's what you've been trained to do for years is to get out there and get your mind in the game and make new friends. And you know, that's what I'm doing here is another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, at, you know, when I was here 27 years ago. Uh, a lot of taps since then. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Do you have someone on your Christmas list that's hard to buy for? Republic Gun Club is locked and loaded to deliver some holiday cheer. While supplies last, we have select 9mm ammunition at $0.25 cents per round. All AR platforms and optics are 15% off. We have gift cards, firearms, firearms accessories, all on sale. Make Republic Gun Club your one-stop shop for Christmas giving. Merry Christmas from your home on the range. 
Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mar Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mar community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us in Mart or any of our five locations, or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Picture it. It's Christmas morning. All the presents have been opened except one. She opens up that little blue box from Diamore Fine Jewelers. You watch her face and think, this is going to be good. And you're right. Just then she sees her new pendant or diamond studs or that diamond ring she was hoping for. And she can't help herself. Oh my Santa. Make this Christmas that Christmas. Oh my Santa. 12 months interest-free financing and the Christmas she'll never forget. Her diamond is at Diamore Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27-13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on a team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night, 121-114. Mavs will host Cleveland tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. Back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, ESPN Central Texas. Looking forward to the uh, Armed Forces Bowl coming up on December 22nd from Fort Worth. And it's a matchup with uh, Air Force coming up on the 22nd. Uh, We'll have the broadcast here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The broadcast on the Air Force uh, Falcons Network, uh, anchored by our next guest, Jim Arthur, the voice of the Falcons, uh, going back to 2002. And Jim, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you on with us. How you doing today? Well, John, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. We're looking forward to uh, uh, getting on down to Fort Worth, where we have been before, certainly, and looking forward to playing Baylor. It's a great, great challenge for the uh, academy. Well, we're looking forward to it also. I think it's a great matchup. The more I learn about this bowl, the more I'm really excited about it. By the way, they really honor and recognize the uh, the armed services. Uh, you've been there before. Give us a, a sampling of what we're in for. Well, first of all, it's a beautiful stadium. And you've been, of course, uh, to TCU Stadium. It's a magnificent stadium. And the folks are great. And it's a great turnout. I really like that Air Force, especially in Texas. Our fans turn out very well, 
and having Baylor down there, boy, I hope to see a sellout and just a good football game. These two teams, I think, uh, create for an interesting dynamic when you look at what they do on offense and getting these two together. And Air Force loves playing Power Five. They don't get that chance all that often. They did last year with Louisville. They did in the Cheez-It Bowl with Washington State. So they've had some opportunities, but I know they're looking forward to facing Baylor. Jim, uh, what about this season for Air Force? Nine and three, we know that, out of the Mountain West Conference. Uh, give us uh, kind of a capsule uh, look at the Falcons from this season. Early on, uh, a lot of the players thought they could literally run the table. They were going to be favored in every game. They got off to a good start, but they got derailed by a good Wyoming football team up in Laramie, which is a hard place to play. And, John, you know, some places – Baylor goes to some places and they can have 20 guys on the field and they still wouldn't win the game because it's where they're playing. And that's uh, for air force. That's Laramie, Wyoming, the Falcons fell in Laramie. They lost to a Utah state team. That's going to a bowl as well. Uh, That runs a very unique offense that air force had a tough time keeping up with. And then they fell to Boise state. And uh, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with losing to Boise state. The Broncos had a terrific season. They had some adversity early. And they came to Colorado Springs and were very, very good defensively and beat Air Force 1914. Uh, Air Force got after it as usual with its running game, with its option attack. And I wouldn't call the season a disappointment, but a lot of the fellas early on thought they really had a chance to make this a special, special kind of year. But they got derailed in those three games, especially the Wyoming game. Uh, that that took a lot of air out of him, I thought. But hey, nine and three, nothing to sneeze at, and a chance to get ten wins for a third consecutive normal season for mm-hmm. Air Force. Right, and the three losses, Jim, uh, all by single digits: three to Wyoming, uh, let's see, seven to Utah State, five to Boise State. I mean, you you guys were in every game, uh, only those three single digit losses all year. Yeah, and, and Utah State uh, driving and. They had a freshman in the game who wasn't supposed to be in the game, and he broke loose on a great run and went for 21 yards but fumbled the football very late. Utah State recovered. That ended that game. Air Force had a chance late against Boise State but threw an incomplete pass, and Wyoming converted a third and 16 very late in the game to run out the clock against Air Force. But look, fellas, you can't play 57, 58 minutes, right? You got to play the full 60. And uh, and those teams deserve to beat Air Force. And, you know, you learn from it and you move on. And this team has done a good job of putting stuff in their rearview mirror and just focusing at the task at hand. Jim Arthur with us, play-by-play voice for the Air Force uh, Academy Falcons. Uh, Jim, I'm guessing it's got to be a good season, no matter what the overall record is, when you've got wins over Army and Navy over the course of the year. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy, which is what those three schools play for, that's a big deal at the service academies. And Air Force hadn't had it since 2016. Army's had it the last couple of years, And it's really turned into a dogfight when Air Force played Army. But they finally, after beating Navy earlier this year, they finally got the trophy back with a 13-7 victory uh, down in Arlington, Texas, strangely enough, not too far from Fort Worth. Uh, And and that was a big 
deal. A lot of I had one coach told, tell me, "Hey, that was our Super Bowl because they hadn't had it in a while, and Army had had it." And look, uh, Kenny Amatololo just got let go by Navy. He said it best the other day. He said, "If we beat Army." I don't get fired. And he is exactly <laughs> right. That's how big those games mean to the schools. And that's how important that trophy is. Yeah. Well, tell our listeners what goes with that. I mean, not just the pride of winning the commander in chief trophy. Am I right? Whoever wins that each year, they're going to the white house, go to the white house to meet the president. And what air force does is they take the seniors. So all the cool. seniors go, because this is, you know, that this is their last season. So it's a treat for the seniors to go and meet uh, the president of the United States and get pictures taken. And I've heard it's an unbelievable experience. And again, Air Force had not been there since 2016 uh, when Mr. Trump was in office. It's a very, very special moment. And it really is one of the main goals of all the service academies. And you get a big, beautiful trophy. It's a three-sided trophy, and it has the year you won on it, and Air Force has now won it 21 times. I think this is the 56th year that they have been fighting for the wow. Commander-in-Chief's trophy. Very, very special thing, and really special for Air Force to have it back. Really cool. Hey, you got to get on that trip to the White House, man. you got to go with them this year. Well, my only problem is if they run a background check, the bus will be stopped. <laughs> And they'll send dogs on the bus right away. So I don't, I don't think we want that to happen, John. No, no. I no, hear no. you. <laughs> that is great. Jim Arthur, our guest, the voice of the Air Force Falcons. Um, the offense, I think everybody knows, triple option, led the nation in rushing again this year. Time of possession, uh, I'm not sure what it ended up being, but was it close to 36 minutes per game in time of possession? Probably a, a little bit over 30 wow. minutes. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, conversely, Air Force does a great job of playing what we call, and you know this, John, complimentary football. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the Air Force offense can stay on the field long enough so that when the defense finally gets on there, they're fresh. Mm-hmm. And it's the fourth quarter, and they haven't played a ton of snaps, and they haven't been out there all night long. And if you don't think it makes a difference, man, it really, really has as far as Air Force is concerned because the Falcons are used to going on 13, 14, 15, 16 play drives that sometimes eat up seven and a half, eight minutes. And when you can do that, your defense can get a blow on the sidelines. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a great combination. And I think people may kind of zero in on that offense and stopping, you know, stopping the triple option. But, man, your defense has some great numbers this year. Well, the defense was ranked in total total defense. Total defense now ranked number one. Wow. Better than Alabama and Ohio State and any other school you want to mention. Okay. Air Force was ranked number one. And, you know, one of the reasons, and I'll go back to it again, is the fact that our offense is on the field so much. The the opposition offense, they don't get a lot of snaps, and that certainly helped Air Force's cause. There, there's no question about that. But I think you do feel a little bit of pressure with Air Force. If Air Force is moving the football, you're probably going to get maybe two less possessions a game. So if you're the offensive coordinator, then you maybe might be saying to yourself, hey, fellas, we got two less possessions, yeah, so we right. really need to make something go right here, right now, because we may not see the ball for a while. 
Jim, being a service academy, I'm curious, uh, is Air Force immune to uh, NIL issues and transfer portal issues? NIL uh, is is uh, not a part of Air Force okay. or Navy or Army. They, okay. they just aren't. They are the, – the, the, those, those student athletes are technically part of the military from the day they walk into the academy. So NIL – does not apply to them. Number one. Gotcha. Uh, your, your your second question about the transfer portal is interesting. We have had players in the transfer portal. Now that's really for us. It's kind of a one way portal. They're leaving us. We don't get anybody coming our way <laughs> right. because of because of the rigors of the academy and because of the way the structure of of the academics is set up. You've got to be here from day one as a freshman to really make this count. And they're not going to take anybody who comes in as a sophomore or after their freshman year to jump in. So, so yeah, we have guys that leave, but no, we do not have guys that come (laughs) through the transfer portal. That's, uh, that's understandable. It's completely understandable. Jim, I got to ask you about uh, Brad Roberts. What a great season for him. I think Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, is he kind of the guy that makes that triple option go? You know, John, he, he really, really is. And if you saw him without pads on, you'd say, you're the guy? Really? <laughs> look at him. He, he's, he's, he's 215 pounds. And to be honest with you, this time of the year, he's probably about 205 pounds hmm, wow. right now. But what he does, he's got so many things going for him. First of all, his quickness, number one, his elusiveness, his understanding of how the guys are blocking in front of him. And I, I interviewed him earlier this year, and he talked about when he's running and he sees an approaching tackler, he tries to go for their soft shoulder, which is the opposite shoulder or the shoulder they're not leading with in trying to tackle him. And I mean, it's amazing how how fast he thinks of these types of things. You don't bring him down on the first hit. He finds a way to get two or three, four more yards. His lower body strength is really, really incredible. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy like Brad Roberts. And, you know, two years ago, he comes on in the fourth quarter against Navy and just plays in the fourth quarter, and he has 110 yards rushing in a mop-up role. And everybody's like, oh, man, we, we may want to use this guy at fullback. And since then, he has been an immovable object out of that position. Not only that, he's never missed a game. I mean, this is a fullback, all right? Wow. And there was, a time, there was a time last year, John, when he was averaging for about four games, about 34 yards a carry. I mean, that's a monstrous load for a fullback. But he is tough as nails. He's had an outstanding career. He'll be thought of with the all-time greats, rightly so, at the Air Force Academy. And you can make the argument that maybe the best athlete to ever play the game at the Air Force Academy. That's how good he's been. He's just simply sensational. Man, that's saying a lot. Well, uh, definitely, no doubt he'll be a uh, focal point on the scouting report. Let me ask you about a couple guys that are from our area. Wesley and Daegu starts in the offensive line. He's from here in Waco. And then Ben Britton is uh, listed as your third string quarterback. Uh, how are those guys uh, contributing there at Air Force? Well, uh, I'll tell you a story about Ben Britton, which is interesting. And I'm trying to remember the game. We were home this year, earlier this year, and our quarterback starter, Ezekiel Daniels, goes out 
and uh, his helmet came off, so he had to go out for one play. Right. And so Ben Ben is listed as the third string quarterback, yet he comes into the game. And we're at like the 20 yard line. And on the first play that he's in, they call a pass play. Now, remember, we don't throw it all that much. Right. We throw it, but we don't throw it all that much. So they call a pass play. He steps back and he throws an 80 yard touchdown pass to wide receiver David Cormier. And that's the only play he was in for the entire game. And it's a touchdown. And it's a reminder for us with Air Force that doesn't matter who's in the game. The play is the play, and even if it's a pass play and it isn't our starting quarterback, it, it doesn't matter. They like Ben Britton a lot. I think Ben will be interesting going into next year to see how he battles for the position. And then you mentioned Wesley and Dago, and uh, Wesley is part of a group, and you may have heard a little bit about this. Uh, our offensive line is called Diesel, hmm. D-I-E-S-E-L, like diesel fuel. And they came up with this name on their own in 2000, 19 and it's a very select group of ball players and Wesley is one of them. The offensive line is unbelievable. They've been recognized the last several years by the Joe Moore committee, which honors the top outstanding offensive line in the nation and air force is the only group of five offensive line. I think uh, that was mentioned in the top nine as finalists for the Joe Moore award. It's an amazing line. Uh, they've got both girth and size and speed. And Wesley has been an absolute cornerstone of that because, you know what, they roll these guys out every single week and you see the numbers and you see how many yards Air Force is churning out. And it's because of guys like Wesley and Dago. He's a guy that played some last year, uh, got a little bit of a taste and he was rotated in and out in a spot role, but then used that opportunity and really used, I think, that experience to just kind of explode once we got into August of this year. He's been a mainstay in that offensive line. Wow, thanks for that. Hey, final question, um, and this is something i got to get right in my mind before the broadcast. I, I, I just, uh, and so many people have so much respect for the military and so much respect for um, for student athletes at the academies, and then they go on to represent and serve our country and and protect our country. I have the greatest respect for everyone there. But on this night, I'm against Air Force because you know I want Baylor to do well. I, I can't I can't get that straight in my mind. How can I be against these guys who stand for everything good about America? Well, I'll, I'll break that down for you, and, and this is how we handle that here in Colorado Springs. Because when Air Force plays Army and Navy, okay, we don't like the opposition. Right, gotcha. We don't, we, we don't like them. Uh, there's a great respect for both. There's an absolute hatred, I'll be honest with you, between Air Force and Army. There's <laughs> right. a deep, deep hatred. So we want to we, we beat each other's brains out on the field. But what we say is once the game is over, we are all on the same team. There you go. Because because as we move forward, as they move forward, those young men and women, they'll be serving uh, with uh, Army cadets and, you know, second lieutenants and on and on and on uh, in the years to come. They'll be side by side working with them. And so it's okay to root against Air Force <laughs> during the football game. But once the game is over, uh, then you know what? Then, then we, we totally understand and, 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 
and we love the respect that's given to uh, all of our fellas and all of our young women at the academy because it's a great school with just top-notch individuals. And we have a motto at the academy, service before self. Huh. And, and that's what these young men and women do. But it's okay to root against them, John, <laughs> on Thursday. On well, Thursday. That's fine, man. Just one day for maybe three hours, or the way you guys run the ball, maybe two and a half hours. So <laughs> understand that. And there is great respect for uh, everything they do and what Coach Calhoun has done. And, Jim, I appreciate your time today. Look forward to uh, seeing you in person in Fort Worth next week. Looking forward to it, John. Thank you so much. I think it'll be a good football game. This is a great test for Air Force. ton of respect. I know Troy Calhoun and his team has for Baylor. I mean, they've been watching some of the tape, and, and Troy is like, I don't know how we're going to move those big bodies, man, because <laughs> they got them all over the place. So it should be a fun game. Sounds great. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Have a great day. All right. All right, John. Thank All right, you. thanks. Jim Arthur, the uh, longtime voice of the Air Force Falcons, his 20th year doing play-by-play for Air Force. Great to visit with him. And it is Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd. That is Thursday week. It's a 6.30 kickoff. And I'm serious, Aaron, When they the way they run the ball and and – Coach Randa's not shy about running the ball either. It could be a fast game. (laughs) It might be two and a half hours. Yep. So uh, not that anybody has a clock on it at all, but uh, it's just I think that clock's going to move the way both teams uh, are good at running the ball. Yeah, I have no doubt. That's going to be a fast-paced yeah. game, and by fast-paced, I don't mean the pace of the offense. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> how fast the how fast the clock runs. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, really fun to catch up with Jim and visit with him. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Wet weather outside. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Class 2A Division II State Championship game, and it's this Wednesday night as the Mart Panthers take on the Albany Lions. Our coverage from AT&T Stadium begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Join us as the Mart Panthers look for their ninth state championship game in school history. Mart, Albany, this Wednesday night at 6.30 on your sports leader, ESPN Central Texas. Greetings from the heart of Texas Fellowship of Christian Athletes of Central Texas. FCA is proud of all coaches and athletes from the 200-plus schools we serve who have stepped on the field this season. Each June, FCA produces the all-star games of Central Texas called the Victory Bowl for seniors in football, volleyball, cheerleading, basketball, baseball, and softball to play one final game and serve our community. If you would like to support FCA as it reaches coaches, athletes, and all whom they influence, you can go to theheartoftexasfca.org to make your donation. Best wishes in the playoff games this weekend from your FCA staff and board. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. 
Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's a staggering fact and one that should give you pause. More than 130,000 trucks drive around Central Texas roads every week. And sadly, as many as 50% of them drive around completely naked without a stitch of accessory on them. The plight of truck nudity is real. Won't you help? This Christmas, open up your heart to those in need. Maybe a friend, a family member, or maybe it's your truck. Give generously and give them the gift of dignity. An outfit from Pickup Outfitters. At Pickup Outfitters, we're doing our part too. We've extended our Truck Friday specials all the way to Christmas Eve. Like $50 off any standard toolbox, $100 off RKI or WeatherGuard heavy-duty toolboxes. Please don't turn a blind eye. Christmas is not the time for a truck to go naked. Give the gift of an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. Fighting truck nudity for 25 years at 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27-13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on the team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night, 121-114. Mavs will host Cleveland tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. with us john morris show final segment on this tuesday john morris aaron sexton in studio aaron i have brought to you i'm not going to hand it off yet i actually want to look through this this is the uh, sports illustrated i guess the year-end edition it is their sports person of the year and uh did we talk about this did we know do our listeners know i didn't who so the I'm, sports person of the year is? i think i'm pretty plugged in very so. good yeah i would think so too <laughs> But it is, uh, well, in days gone by, we used to guess the cover of Sports Illustrated. Right. And this was a highlight, guessing the sports person of the year. Uh, but I'm not going to make you guess. It is uh, Steph Curry uh, in a uh, nice uh, cream-colored suit on the cover. He is Sports Illustrated's sports person of the year. Well-deserved. Nobody that's good. Nobody thought that they had a chance to win another NBA yeah. championship, except me. Yeah. I, I really did. I, I didn't think Andrew Wiggins would 
develop into the player he did, but I was like, they've got all those draft picks. This was back when they were bad. I'm like, they got a ton of draft picks. They'll get Clay Thomas back. They still have Steph Curry and Draymond Green. They're going to be right back yeah. in the championship picture. And it was two years later, but yeah. they won the championship. How about that? Pretty proud of that. Think of all the candidates. I mean, because this is yeah, it's not tough. just United States. Right. I mean, this is maybe they lean toward U.S. Right. sports, but it's worldwide um, for their sports person of the year. So, man, that's a big, big deal. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of other candidates, and I'm just drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm not. I'll read the story. I bet there's something in there that kind of tells you that they considered. I'll report back to you after I read that. Uh, Matt Mosley's coming up top of the hour. What do you guys have planned between four and six? I think uh, I think Nikki Collins going to be on with you. She will. We will have Matt's weekly visit with Coach Collins coming up at four twenty, and then at five o'clock we will talk with uh, Chip Brown from Horns Two Four Seven dot com about the uh, Chris Beard situation and probably some other stuff, recruiting and transfer portal news, things like that. But mostly we'll be talking about you know. Uh, Coach Beard being arrested yesterday. And uh, then lots of uh, transfer portal news and coaching change news in Campus Confidential. All right, very good. So and we will, and uh, in the five o'clock hour, we will uh, remember Coach Mike Leach with some of the best audio from him, so a couple of his best stories that I found on Twitter. A lot of them out there. There is. It, it's tough. There's a lot of clips out I, there. I found a couple that are really good, so we're going <laughs> to play those in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, very good. So that's coming up with Matt Mosley, top of the hour, 4 to 6, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then a reminder again about game time, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. Your first word in local sports is with Tom Ward and Ryan, weekday mornings beginning at 7. Mention some uh, birthdays today. Let's see. Looking, searching, scanning. It's Alan Burton's birthday today. Happy birthday to Alan. Uh, he is uh, he is an author, and uh, one of his books, uh, in fact, that I remember, uh, has Mike Leach on the cover. Uh, in fact, the whole book is about it. Uh, it's Squib Kick It to a Fat Guy is the name of the book. It says, uh, Squib Kick It to a Fat Guy and 701 More Memorable Quotes from the Playbook of Coach Mike Leach. The, whole, the whole book's about Leach. That's pretty great. <laughs> that's pretty good. And, and coincidentally, it's Alan Burton, the author of that book, his birthday today. It's Chance Bacon's birthday today. You say, who is Chance? Well, uh, if you ever see a Baylor athletic event and you see a young, uh, young boy uh, dressed up in a green suit with a white shirt and a gold tie and a bit of a mullet going, that's Chance. Uh, so happy birthday to him uh, today. Uh, am I right or is, I think that's right, or is Chance the dad? I'm sorry, I don't know. But it's it's the in that family, the Chance Bacon family. It's Bart Romig's birthday today. Happy birthday to Bart, local State Farm agent, Kay Crook's birthday is today. Drew England, Joel Harder, Scott Mosteller. Um, and that's all I've got birthday-wise today. Aaron, who would you add to the birthday list? I've got a few. <laughs> See your list. <laughs> this may be the longest list I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, Steve Buscemi turns 65 today. Jamie Foxx turns 55. Evanescence, Evanescence lead singer Amy Lee turns 41. Ted Nugent turns 74. Waco resident. Yes. Morris Day of Morris Day in the Time turns 66. Blink-182 singer Tom DeLonge turns 47. 
Country singer John Anderson turns 68. Taylor Swift turns 33. And Dick Van Dyke today is 97 years young. Wow. How about that? Yep. So Bob Barker turned 99 yesterday. Yep, yep. Dick Van Dyke, 97 today. A couple of national treasures how about that? closing yep, yep. in on 100. Wow. Pretty cool. It's a good list. Happy birthday to all those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. All right, uh, we got to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley, who is warming up in the bullpen. Stay tuned for that. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. We look forward to visiting with you again then. Thanks to Jim Arthur, who was on with us, play-by-play voice for the Air Force Falcons. If you missed any or all of that, great information on Air Force football from Jim. Just uh, look it up as a podcast on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com or on social media, just search at 1660 ESPN. Aaron, thanks for making that happen. Uh, And again, uh, our condolences uh, to the family and friends of uh, Mike Leach. I would say fans, but boy, that includes just about everyone that knew him. So more on that coming up. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. You know, once in a while, a pirate can beat a soldier, you know.